it's important to begin by making it clear, which I do every year, that I don't believe personally that as the Rasna Hashem that there should be a shiurim and commentaries and so on on the kinnis. That's something which we prepare before to try to look and to try to understand, like any piece of Torah. <clears throat> They're very, very hard, the kinnis. And they have few, a few swarm in the farshat to help to explain. The Indian is to try to take a little bit of his iris. You know, the, at the end we're going to be we're going to be saying Akina from Rav Schwab Zechasakdavacha from the Baba Rabbi Sosi line. We're going to be saying Akina, and there was tremendous pressure on the Baba Rabbi to compose Akina, and he was very very worried about doing that. He didn't feel that he was qualified. He didn't know, and and in the end he found. From one of the Kadmoidim, the Seder Hayyim. The Seder Hayyim writes very, very clearly that the keenness are really, the keenness are really guidelines for us to be able to think and to feel and, and, and ideally to create our own keenness, to write our own keenness. There are different times in history we're going to see through the keenness, not just Chum by Swish and Chum by Shaini, but we're going to see the keenness, of course, later on, the Crusades. And then all the way to our times, the kinnis were written to express to express our our feelings in the face of, of the tsaris that that were brought upon us over the years. So it wasn't long ago it wasn't long ago, a few years ago, where at this time of Tishabov there was a terrible tragedy that had befallen us. And Hashem Zbach wants us on this day to think about and to daven about the the national tragedies that we've experienced and the gayish that took place a few years ago in the summer of Samachai from Gush Katif was a godless and is a godless of Jews from their place in Eretz Israel to be uprooted by other Jews from their place in Eretz Israel you know Tzillin Tzillin are called Pe'er Tiferis Pe'er the splendor and the glory of Am Yisrael that was to wear upon ourselves on our head and on our arms was to wear the Shem Hashem and I think everybody knows that HaKash Baruch Hu Kivyachah wears Tefillin the the Gemara in Brachis tells us From where do we know that Gashboruchu wears Tefillin? Shnema Nishba Hashem B'yeminai U'bezraya Uzai Nishba Hashem B'yeminai U'bezraya Uzai That Hashem swore with His right arm 
or Bezroya Uz on his powerful arm. So the Gemara says, The right arm of Hashem is Taira. The right arm of Hashem is Taira. Ubezroya Uzai. Ubezroya Uzai Eilut Filin. Shnema Hashem Oiz Lamoyitain. Hashem Oiz Lamoyitain. Tfilin is called the Oiz, the strength of Am Yisrael. And the Gemara asks, Uminayin should Tfilin Oiz Haim Yisrael. And from where do we know that Tfilin are Oiz? From where do we know that Tfilin is the strength? Of Am Yisrael, the Chiv v'Ro Kol Amei Ha'Aris Kishem Hashem Nikra Lecha V'Yor Mimeka. Says in Pasuk that all the Amei Ha'Aris, the nations of the world, will see the name of Hashem upon us, and they'll be afraid of us. So the Gemara establishes a remarkable thing that just as we wear tefillin, the Kibyochal Kadosh wears tefillin. And the tefillin, the tefillin is the eyes of Am Yisrael, and Hashem is Zroya Uzai, is Kivyakal his tefillin. And the Gemara there asks, Ani tefillin the Mari Alma Maksiv Bahu. The tefillin the Mari Alma, the tefillin of Hakadosh Baruch Hu Maksiv Bahu. Not talking about something physical, but the tefillin the Mari Alma Maksiv Bahu was written in Hashem is Baruch's tefillin. So Amalei. In Hashem's film it's written, Who is like your nation? It's a Pesach and Shmuel base. Who is like your nation? So in our film we wear Hashem. In our film we wear upon our head and the arm and our heart we wear Hashem Echad. And Kivyoch the Bari Oilam wears upon his head and upon his arm Mikam Chisel Goy Echad, one nation. Goy Echad Bar, it's an Echisel. Kalani Roshi, Kalani Mizroi, the pain that Kivyoch experiences when a Jew is hurt, when a Jew dies. Is Kalani Roshi, Kalani Mizroi, the head, Hashem's head, Hashem's arm. The Tilm Shereish, the Tilm Shayat. The Bekainian is alluding to that right away here at the beginning of the ninth Kina. Eicha Tifarti Mirashaisai Hishlichu. How they have hurled my glorious crown from my head. Eicha Tifarti Mirashaisai Hishlichu. The Tilm the Mari Alma. It's the Mashah there on the Gemara. Brings the Pesach and Shehashir. Simeni kachachaisam alibecha. Kachaisam alzraecha. Set me as a seal. Simeni kachaisam alibecha. A seal upon your heart. Kachaisam alzraecha. And a seal upon your arm. Ki azo kamoves ahava. Ki azo kamoves ahava. Because love is more powerful than death. Ma'im Rabbim lo yuchlu l'chabais ha'ahava v'naharis lo yishtafuha. And the Mashiach says that this pasuk that tells us of the chaysem alibecha and the chaysem alzrayecha means that just as each and every one of us wears 
Alibracha Azarecha upon the heart by the arm. Chaisim Azarecha, we wear the tefillin. So Kivyachal also has his tefillin of Mikamchi Yisol Gayachad Baris. And that the tefillin is a simon of that Kesher of Azarechamavis Ahava. That the love of Anila Daidi Vidaidi Li and Daidi Li Vanilai. Of that love between the Bari Oilam and Knesset Yisrael is Azakamovis, is more powerful than death and Maim Rabbim, and all of the powerful floods of Golis and our suffering. Lo Yuchlu Lechabes Esahava cannot extinguish the love. When the harvest and the rivers, Lo Yishtafu. And this is the meaning of what is said in the song of Anam Zemir's Pe'er Oyalai, who Pe'er Oyalav. The Pe'er, Hashem's Pe'er, Hashem Echad is Olai, is on me. I wear it upon my my head and my arm. And my greatness of Am Echad Hashem wears upon him. So we wish my Yisrael Hashem Akinu Hashem Echad, and Hashem Kivyachal wears upon his arm and his head. I think many of you know that there was a tzaddik who was known by the other tzaddikim as the Pe'er Yisrael. Now that term is used to describe different tzaddikim, but there was one of the tzaddikim that Hashem Hashbach sent into the world before Mashiach, that that particular tzaddik was known by all the Tamliya Balsha as Pe'er Yisrael, and that's of Lev Yisrael, the ditch of it. The Kedush is Lev Yisrael, and he was known as the Pe'er Yisrael. I think many of you know that when he was Nifter, at the Sukkot when he was Nifter, that Rabbi Nachman Bresler felt that, and Rabbi Nachman Bresler instructed everybody to check their tefillin. And thousands and thousands of tefillin were found to be possible. And Rabbi Nachman said, and at that time he gave a tire on the Indian of Pe'er, of the splendor and glory of Am Yisrael, the tzaddik that was taken, the Blev Yitzhak Bradichev, and the tzillin is called Pe'er, and the Bradichev was the Pe'er Yisrael. The Bradichev was that Shadchan between Kuchibichu and Knesset Yisrael, the Yin of Ahava, Azakamovis Ahava, of Nikamchi Yisrael Gayachad Baritz. And to make that Kesher strong between Kuchibichu and Knesset Yisrael. And when the Bedishva was nifted, many, many children became possible. He used to, when he would speak about a Jew, he would call a Jew Sercha, which means my heart. When he would talk to somebody, he would call he would say, Sercha, my heart. I think that everybody here knows that it once happened that during a particularly difficult time there were Xeris that the Kedushas Levi, the Pe'er Yisrael cried out and he said, Rabbi Shlalom, you said that, that Am Yisrael is your thrill and you know that even the simplest Jew if Khalila, if he drops his tefillin on the floor even the simplest Jew he runs to pick up the tefillin carefully and he cleans off the tefillin and he kisses the tefillin. So the Bedichra says, Your tefillin have fallen to the ground. 
your tefillin had fallen to the ground. That means that Rabbi Shalom, we believe in you and we accept you and we remember you as Hashem Echad. Shema Yisrael Hashem Akinu Hashem Echad. Your tefillin are the tefillin that say within them that that your people, Am Yisrael, is a guy Echad Ba'aretz, is a nation that lives together, united as one, Biahava in Eretz Yisrael. Your tefillin have fallen to the ground, have fallen to the earth. This is really what happened in Gush Katif. It's happening now also, I spoke a little bit about last night. But that, but that which took place a few years ago, we Jews, for reasons that we now, now we understood then and immediately afterwards it became clear, reasons that were totally, totally mistaken. Where Jews believed that there was no choice but to drive other Jews from their homes. That they worked so hard for so many years to build beautiful, beautiful communities. And that even now, this and always this pressure, tremendous pressure on Yidin to be uprooted from their place in Eretz Yisrael. The Chlal, the Matzav in Heaven. And in the Yeshuvim of Yehud and Shamron, everybody knows that the Goy Echad Ba'aretz, Echad Zichir, the Echad is, is fallen to the ground. The Echad, the oneness of our people, is, is, has fallen to the ground. The, the Ba'aretz, the security, of being in our land and having our place has also fallen into the dirt. Over the last couple of years, I've shared with you some some poems that were written by Eden from Gush Katif. And there's one that I hadn't seen that's not in the collection that I have. But the Hilagi Yid who is Nifter a short time ago, Hanan Parat. Brought this poem down from a Jew by the name of David Bruckner. And I was so shaken by it that I, I wanted to share it with you. It takes a second. Rebunish <coughs> Master of the world, we know the world is not your mark and the world can't contain you. You are the place. You are the mark. And therefore, what human being, who could tell you what to do? To what mark you're allowed in? Into what mockum you're not allowed. You're the mockum. You're everywhere. No human being can tell you this is your mockum, it's not your mockum. You're the mockum shaloyla. And now he speaks about his town in Gush Katif. And he says, Sham, over there, 
in that Mokum. Over there, beyond the locked place of our longing. The locked place of our longing that we were sent out of. The base Haknesses Shebenetzer Chazani in the shul in that town of Netzer Chazani Al Habima on the bima of the shul Mitzad small on the left side Haita Arimat Marot Ktanot Yeshua Tilan There was a small pile on the bima when we left there was a small pile of little mirrors to straighten out the film that I was complaining about on Shabbos. There was a little pile of, of mirrors to check the film. Munachot lechalukah. Munachot lechalukah that were placed there to be given out. Chinam for free for anybody who wanted to take one of these little mirrors to have in his film big. So this David says, Re'ena, Rabbi Shalom, take a look. Re'ena. Ulai Aid Naisvasham Mara. Maybe there's a mirror left on the beam of there in Naitzah Chazani. Maybe there's a mirror left. Vilustuka, it might be cracked. Vilushavura, it might be shattered. Vahabaitma. I'm asking you, Master of the World, take a look in that mirror. B'tfilacha, and look at your tefillin. Goyachar ba'aretz. Heim zozu bim kaimam. The goyachar ba'aretz, your singular nation that belongs in their home in Israel, your tefillin. Zozu bim kaimam. They're not in their place. Look in the mirror of your tefillin. And you'll see that that your people are not in your place. The tefillin have been moved from their place. Later on in the kingness of Arzei Halavonen, let me, me cry over the Asarahu Gemalchus, Nobody knows that the Shoyrish of the Asar Haruga Malchus, of the brothers of Yosef HaTzadik, and Melchemes Achim, Achloikis, with all the good Svaris, we don't understand the Svarim talk about what the brothers were thinking, and Khalila for people like us, we're not allowed to, to, to try to understand, but the, the Big big tzaddikim, the brothers of Yosef Hatzadik. with everything. It's been taught to us by the Chachamim that we're still suffering from that. What happened with the brothers? And how Yaakov wanted so desperately, Yisrael tell us that before he died, Yisrael Sava, Yisrael Saba, Shmai Yisrael Hashem HaKenu Hashem Echod. And his sons reassured him 
Don't worry, they said to Yaakov, don't worry. The same way that your heart is filled with Hashem Echad. So too our hearts are filled with Hashem Echad. I've often thought about that, that maybe that's not what Yaakov was so worried about. Demis says we know that Yidin are prepared to die Kiddush Hashem. The Tanya talks about Yudches, Yudtes, and we see that, we don't need to read that in the Svarim. Then when it comes down to it, Our hearts are filled with Hashem Echad. And even the angriest Jews, and even the biggest Chilonim, which is not even a nice word, but just borrow it. And even the biggest Chilonim believe in Hashem Echad. Hashem Echad. That's also been proven. And when those same guys, they're writing articles and screaming and yelling and trying to pass laws. When they were in 1967 or they were in Yom Kippur and there were bombs all over the place and there was the Scud missiles, they were also saying, Shema Yisrael Hashem Okeinu Hashem Echad. Einvili Beinu Ela Echad. I don't know if that's all that Yaakovina was worried about. I'm afraid that when he was looking at his sons before he was nifter, he was wondering whether or not they would be able to remain together. The world of Yehuda, the world of Yosef, it didn't work out, Lamaisa. And even before Yaakovino died, and after Yaakovino died, it was starting already. And the Asarahu Gemachas, the Tzadikim, Azei Halavon, the Tzadikim throughout the years, how much they suffered because of this. Yaakovinu was worried what's going to be with his children. Are they going to be able to be a Goy Echad Baritz? And maybe as far as Hashem Okeno Hashem Echad, maybe there Yaakovinu knew that there's a Pintliyid. And he knew that, the, that that Indian of Hashem Echad is, is engraved deep, deep, deep into Nishmas Yisrael, which is a chilek alakami mal mamish. But maybe when he closed his eyes, he wasn't sure. But when they said the words, Kain Ainbli Beinu Ela Echad, maybe they were only talking about our till, not about Hashem's till. About the Goy Echad Ba'aretz. About Hashem's tomb that have fallen to the ground. And over there in the Kina of the of Arze Halavonin, with the Asar Harugay Malchus, it's unbelievable. Sivala Havshit, Ezroishai, Hamelech, Besar, Haschira. But the, it says over there later on in Arzei Levonin that the officer ordered to flay Rabbi Shmuel's head with a sharpened razor to cut off the skin from Rabbi Shmuel's, from Rabbi Shmuel's head. Rosh HaPoyshet I'm skipping a little bit. Rosh HaPoyshet When the Rosh was, was peeling off Rabbi Shmuel's skin 
When the Rosh's hand reached the place on the head of Rabbi Shmuel Kaingarl, when they reached the, the place of Tfilin Mitzvah Bar, when they reached the place of the Tfilin Sharaish, Shimat Sa'aka, Rabbi Shmuel let out a scream. Rabbi Shmuel let out a scream, causing the world to shake and the earth to tremble. I believe with all of my heart, me can disagree, I believe with all of my heart that the Baruch Shalom wants us to feel this dish above. He wants us to feel this dish above. That his children have been moved. That the children Sharaish are not in their place. The that means one doesn't have to go all the way to Israel. How much machloikis there is in families. So much machloikis in families. The brothers and sisters that don't talk to each other. There's a simcha that I was at recently and it happened that I was speaking to the to the cousin of the Baal Simcha and I, I asked if everything is I didn't see him, I asked if everything okay, you weren't by the Simcha he says, you didn't hear I says, so I already know it's already not good why he couldn't come to the cousin's Simcha Mr. forget it's alright, I don't have to hear the story families what's going on in every Tzibur the machlaikis that are taking place in, in every yeshiva and every besmedrush. Whether the shul is ten people, the shul is a thousand people, whether the yeshiva is ten bacham or a thousand bacham, whether there's one rosh yeshiva, ten rosh yeshiva, whether there's one rabbi or there's ten interns, assistant rabbis, and whatever. Machlaikis in communities. There was a tzedekist that, that I spoke to yesterday. She wants to do something very, very, very special. A big thing to try to do something special. A community, a big thing in the community of Ischazkas and Shavach Vaidayalasha. And I was so unbelievably inspired by, by her thoughts. And I told her that. I'm so sorry, I don't want to be cynical, but I really wish that if you would just do this with all the women in the neighborhood, it would be unbelievable. But if you can invite the men, it's going to be a big mess. Me, Barash, which rabbi is going to speak? Which rabbi is going to cry at a Kisei Kapital Telem? Whether this individual was asked to sit in the front, wasn't asked to sit in the front, the women would have none of these in Yana. The women would have none of these in Yon and they would come, thousands of women, and they would just cry, the, cry out to Hashem. You know, I saw an unbelievable thing. I saw Rabbi Shemayim Morgenstern, Zolgazunzayin, in one of his sermon. He has there a tire, an unbelievable tire. He's talking about Tavshin Lamedvav. In the year Tavshin Lamedvav, there was a big Hisairus for Mashiach. Why in that year? Because there were different tzaddikim, svadasha, 
Litvish Chsidim from long ago that saw Tavshin Lamedvav as a year that was Muksha for Gula. The Klosenberger spoke very strongly about it. The Lubavitch said they spoke very strongly. Tavshin Lamedvav is a very big possibility. And Richard Meyer Morganson said <coughs> that there was a There was a Yid that used to say, tell him by the Kaisal. He said his name, I don't remember it right now. I don't know if he's alive anymore. But there was a Yid, there was a big Tillam Zuga by the Kaisal. He lived by the Kaisal. And this Yid, this Yid was known to be one of the Lama of Tzadikim. Apparently the old Yad Rabbi and some other Tzadikim had identified him as one of the Lama of Tzadikim. And at the same time, the Lubavitch Rebbe, the Klosenberger Rebbe, and there was a big Talmud of the Chavetz Chaim, who was known as Reb Leib Tzaddik. All the Tzaddikim who was alive at that time had asked this Tilmzuger to spend the entire Tavshalam Advav working at the Kaisal on this Indian of Gula. Not to daven for other things. Just Mashiach. Nothing else. And he began. They gave him a room. They gave him a room inside over there someplace. Opposite, you know, the Kaj Kadashim. They gave him a spot with a lock to a door they made over there for him. And this was his Avaidah. An interesting side note that I think some of you might be interested in that this Jew, Reb Leib Tzaddik, the Chavaz Chaim's Talmud, who was known also as a big Tzaddik Nista, this became at the end of his life known as Reb Leib Tzaddik. Just saying this on the side, the Rebbe Morgenstern brings down there, that Rebbe Morgenstern asked him about this Lama of Tzaddik, and he asked him also, who's the Tzaddik Adar? And Reb Leib Tzaddik, the Chavaz Chaim's Talmud, said, that it was Mizgalatim Neshavayim that the Lubavitcher Rebbe is the Tzaddik Ador. And the Lubavitcher Rebbe and the Klosenberger Rebbe and the Biala Rebbe and some Svadashit Tzaddikim asked this Tilmuzugah by the Kaisal to make an Asifa, to make a gathering of women, not men, and to have all, as many women as possible, come to the Kaisal. And to daven for Gula. And that he should try to arrange this. And he began working on it. And one day, Rav Morganson says over there that one day, that he was sitting in his locked room inside the Kaisal someplace. He was by his locked room. <clears throat> and, he, and, and, and he was frightened. He felt somebody was there. And there's no one that can get in there. And he turned around, he said there was a big kushi, there was a big black person standing there, and he was terrified, he didn't know how he got into that place. And he said that the man, that this, that this black fellow, whoever he was, this big guy, started yelling at him, and he said to him, you better stop right now, it's not going to work. You better stop right now. And then he doesn't know how he got out, but that afterwards the whole thing fell apart and it didn't happen. 
I told over the story to the woman yesterday who called me about about the possibility of making a big thing. Of course, after I spilled out some of my cynicism and poison and so on, and my doubts about whether or not it could be a non-political, purely l'shem shemayim thing, the Jews can get together and give thanks to Kadosh Baruch Hu a year after the storm. I said that it would be wonderful if it would just be the women, it would just be the women, we pile tremendous, tremendous things. But if it's possible, it could be worked out, and, and somehow men could rise to the occasion and could come together with Shem Shemayim with no ulterior motive just to say thank you to the Bari Erlam. Who knows what it could be piled? But I believe with all of my heart that Akash Baruch Hu wants us this Tishabah to think about Rabbi Yishmael's screen when the Russia reached the place of the Tilm Shoraish and that scream caused the world to shake and the earth to tremble that the earth is shaking and trembling now with the Mikhamchi Yisogah Echad Baruch with Hashem's Tfilin being moved from their place Hashem's Baruch should help that we should be able to overcome all of these differences between Yosef and his brothers. It's the easiest thing in the world to blame everybody else for our service and not to look in, into ourselves. And I don't only mean the Jews that are living there, I mean in ourselves, wherever we are. And to try to macabre upon ourselves, like I said last night, to do something. To try to do something to move Hashem's tefillin back. To do something to move Hashem's tefillin back to that place. That that mitzvah of Simeni kachaisem alibecha, kachaisem alzerecha, ki azakamavis ahav will be revealed. And where every Jew will be able to return to his home. And all of us will be able to be once again goyachad baritz with the Gula Shavamitis. Amen. 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 Ich hatte Fahrt in der Scheiße,